Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, June 16th. Cracked Pot, Elijah. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 3-9 through 9 from the Message Translation, which reads, When Elijah saw how things were, he ran for dear life to Beersheba, far in the south of Judah. He left his young servant there and went on into the desert another day's journey. He came to a lone broom bush and collapsed in its shade, wanting in the worst way to be done with it all, to just die. Enough of this, God. Take my life. I'm ready to join my ancestors in the grave. Exhausted, he fell asleep under the lone broom bush. Suddenly, an angel shook him awake and said, Get up and eat. He looked around, and to his surprise, right by his head were a loaf of bread, baked on some coals, and a jug of water. He ate the meal and went back to sleep. The angel of God came back, shook him awake again, and said, Get up and eat some more. You've got a long journey ahead of you. He got up, ate and drank his fill, and he set out. Nourished by that meal, he walked forty days and nights all the way to the mountain of God, to Horeb. And when he got there, he crawled into a cave and went to sleep. Then the word of God came to him. So, Elijah, what are you doing here? This is God's word. Are you starting to notice a pattern in these case studies of Old Testament characters? They're all pretty cracked up. Which is why we so often struggle with the Old Testament. Like, how did this get into the Bible again? This cracked up story of cracked pots or downright crackpots. Then we realize, oh yeah, most of the Bible is the Old Testament. Which really doesn't help us to warm up to it until perhaps we realize that this, after all, is a human story. And any human story is a story of cracked pots as well as cracked pots, a plenty. It's a story of us. Elijah's no exception. Plenty of rough edges amidst all the faith and prayer and courage, not to mention the blood and guts and corpses. The story of his flight into the desert where he begs God to end his miserable life is such a beautiful and vulnerable touch in telling the story of his life. How significant that as Jesus was on the precipice of his own ultimate deep dive of his final journey to Jerusalem where Gethsemane and Golgotha awaited him, that it was Moses and Elijah that met him by way of preparation. Moses, who profusely protested his inadequacies, and Elijah, who ran away into the desert, feeling himself an abject failure. As we contemplate the great cloud of witnesses that surround us in these Old Testament heroes of the faith, let's just never forget to observe their feet of clay, still exposed beneath all those clouds. So here again is the case. Now, you do the study. Hear it again putting yourself in the story as a witness or a participant, and feel free to venture further in the text through the rest of 1 Kings 19. See what you see. When Elijah saw how things were, he ran for dear life to Beersheba, far in the south of Judah. He left his young servant there and then went on into the desert another day's journey. 
He came to a lone broom bush and collapsed in its shade, wanting in the worst way to be done with it all, to just die. Enough of this, God. Take my life. I'm ready to join my ancestors in the grave. Exhausted, he fell asleep under the lone broom bush. Suddenly, an angel shook him awake and said, Get up and eat. He looked around, and to his surprise, right by his head were a loaf of bread baked on some coals and a jug of water. He ate the meal and went back to sleep. The angel of God came back, shook him awake again, and said, Get up and eat some more. You've got a long journey ahead of you. He got up, ate and drank his fill, and set out. Nourished by that meal, he walked forty days and forty nights all the way to the mountain of God, to Horeb. When he got there, he crawled into a cave and went to sleep. Then the word of God came to him. So, Elijah, what are you doing here? Now pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. When, like Elijah, have you wanted to flee like a bird to the mountain to get away from it all because you just couldn't deal with one more bit of it? What do you learn about Elijah from this story? What do you learn about God from how he responds to Elijah's despondency in this story? Lord, make me a container that's useful in your house, present when needed, not pining when not, not seeking the grand entrance, the high service, the thunderous ovation, the big payoff, but also cracked, and sometimes amply so. Useful, Lord, let me be to the least of these in your house. Just remind me today that often you shine the brightest and pour out the whitest through the flaws in me that I would wish to hide. Let your glory shine through each and every crack in me, through your Ruach, with, upon, and in us. Amen. Amen.